Good evening. Good Hi. evening, Marcia. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Yes, I'm here. Good evening, okay. everyone. We welcome you to tonight's edition of The Talk. Let's talk about it. I'm Marcia Boynton, and you are going to be listening to myself, to our CEO and founder, uh, Jacqueline King, and to Queena Clyburn, who is here. We have a number of good topics to share with and you. Jessica, and, to talk about and Jessica just tuned in. Jessica's here, too. Dr. Houston. All right. Welcome, Dr. Jessica Houston is with us tonight. So all the girls are here tonight, um, and we would love to hear from you to see what you have to say about the topics that we'll be discussing tonight. Feel free to call in 714-583-6852. Don't forget to press 1 so that we can bring you on to uh, the call and into this conversation. So we greet you and say good evening to you. Welcome. And if uh, if anyone, unless someone else wants to make any comments before we begin, we'll get started. Queena or Jackie or Dr. Houston, do we, any of you want to have uh, share any comments before we get started? Just good evening to everyone. Good evening. Yep. All right. Good well, e- let's. Good evening, Dr. Houston. Welcome. All right, let's get started. Our first topic, what we're going to be uh, discussing tonight, um, I love this this woman, Serena Williams, and her sister, Venus Williams, um, very successful on the tennis court, uh, and you all know them. Um, there was something that occurred in recent days uh, that uh, is worthy of some discussion tonight. Serena Williams is uh, engaged to a white man, and she is pregnant, and there was a tennis player from Romania, who uh, shared a remark. He said that it was just he was just having fun with it. He didn't mean anything serious, and he and Serena have a good relationship. But his comment that sparked some controversy was that uh, her unborn child would be chocolate with milk. Uh, Serena Williams came back and made a post herself, apparently on her social media page, and she kind of defended racism and said, you know, we've come so far, but we still have a long way to go. And then in response to that, there were some people um, who said that maybe Serena Williams isn't the right person to stand up for and defend racism because, after all, she is a black woman who is with a white man, and they feel as though she is denying her blackness uh, by being engaged to a white man. So I just want to go around to each of us tonight and see, ladies, what you feel about this. So uh, why don't we start, Queena, with you? What do you have to, to say about this? What, do, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, you know, I'm always the first one to um, think of different analogies. You know, um, if I were to uh, marry someone who is of another race, um, does that take away, you know, my invisible black card? No, I don't think that. I don't think that my life um, that I have lived will negate or have anything to do with me being black or black enough or what have you. My question to some of the people who feel that way would be, what is black? What is white? You know, what, you know, um, are you saying black struggle or what I mean, what are you saying? You know, because I could, you know, very well say, well, you know, because he married a white, a black woman, that he no longer deserves his, you know, what they would say, white privilege. You know, um, 
it's it just it's just silly. It's silly for him to say something like that, but I think it's downright disrespectful for him to say something like that about an unborn child. I think he really crossed the line. But, again, you know, the last time I was talking with you ladies, I was talking about how people begin to be comfortable with you, you know, and they feel like they can, you know, just certain say certain things, and they feel like they have permission, um, you know, to say things. And, again, if you say it at the water cooler, if you say it at home, you know, you're bound to say it again. You know, uh, you, you can say, oh, well, I don't cuss. You know, I had a conversation with someone, and she was like, well, you know, I don't cuss. And she said, well, you know, I started back cussing again, and I, I was cussing at home. And, and then when I got to church, you know, somebody made me upset, and I cussed again. So what you do in the dark will come to light. You know, if you make a habit of it, you know, of just saying um, things that are disrespectful or, you know, just being loose-lipped, you know, they will eventually sink your ship. So that's just how I feel about it. And I believe that she's a wonderful woman overall. I love her to pieces, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. That's my view. Okay. Well said. Um, Dr. King, Jackie? Uh, well, you know, it's not like we're not used to comments like that. Um, as I have said before, Number 45 has opened up the door to pretty much say whatever you want, whatever's on your mind. Um, I don't think it's right. I think it's disrespectful. Um, I think that Serena has the choice to marry whoever she wants, date whoever she wants, just like everyone else does. So I, I I don't feel any type of way about her marrying or dating. That's the personal choice. If that's what you choose to do, God bless you. Um, uh, the comment is offensive, but we've we've heard a lot of offensive Fair. comments since since uh, since 45 uh, got in the office. So, and I'm sure that we'll hear many more. And that mm-hmm. is my that is my comment. Okay, Dr. Houston. Dr. Houston. Yeah. So, and I I agree with both of you all, and I I like Serena as well, and. I agree that the comment was definitely insensitive and I mean you just don't play about anybody's child first of all and it, 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 even if a black person said it, said it I think people would be upset you just don't say right. that um but the other thing is I think it's also insensitive for anyone to suggest that because she's dating someone from another race that she doesn't have the right to speak up against it. And so my question is, uh, well, are you racist if you have a problem with her dating someone from another way, race? And are you racist because you feel like she's no longer black because she's dating someone from another race? So that that would be my, my take on it. Yeah, you know, when I, I read the story, I, I, I thought – the comment was a bit insensitive, but I, I thought, you know, how, how are we going to react to each and every um, comment and remark that people say because uh, it, it's not the last comment that someone is going to make. And I, I always think that kids are off limits and, you know, you just don't say anything about somebody else's child. Um, but I, I think I don't know that we need to react to every statement and everything that that people have to say. And Serena Williams is a black woman, and 
you know, she's going to be black until the day that she goes home to glory. She, you know, she she can't deny her blackness. And who she chooses to date, no. I thought, was a matter of her own personal mm-hmm. taste. You know, if that's who she loves and he loves her and respects her and treats her right. Uh, we see it both ways. You know, we see black women with um, white men and black men with white women. So, you know, if, if that's the person that you love and who, who loves and respects you and you're happy, then I don't see anything wrong with it whatsoever. Yeah. I, can I add one more thing to that, too? Um, I, I find, too, that a lot of times we kind of find that people who say, you know, I don't, I just don't like black women, I just don't date black women, they're all mean, they're all bossy, they're all angry. I think that kind of irritates black women, but I, I don't think it's that all black women are just totally against interracial dating. That's just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But there are just certain people who feel like they just have something negative to say about everyone from a particular race. I think that's what really stirs people up when you just right. point blank. You have no reason. You just don't like black women or I just don't like black men. They're all, you know, dogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you, you get into kind of crossing the line. Right. When you start grouping people together as mm-hmm. as a race and not looking at people as an individual. I totally do agree with that. Um, we have to start looking more at the individual, you know. Um, I, I can't just put people, we can't continue to put people in a box because of something right. that's been done prior to, um, you know, to us or, you know, the stereotypical or I'm the angry black woman or, you know, um, the docile white woman, however they like to look at it, you know, um, and and just a, a quick to throw something in there, um, I was talking to a client, and this is just something that comes from Shop Talk, and we were talking about uh, scary movies, and we were talking about um, how the the scary movie that came out with the uh, where the black people you know live to to the end of the movie, you know why mm-hmm. is it that we have to die first, and the 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 motive to the whole movie is you know save the white woman and you know, just different things like that. You know, it just, it, again, like the like doctor said, um, when, at what point do you say, okay, wait a minute, am I racist? Have the tables turned? So there's just some things that we have to think about um, together. You know, yes, we have uh, been mistreated and things have happened and things have occurred, but at what point do we give an excuse or we have a pass to be angry with you because you hurt me? I do believe that God is love and he is a God of forgiveness. And when, and I'm not saying that you can forgive it all, but when are we just going to continue to, you know, continue to say, hey, you know, like you said, we can't defend every little thing. So when are we going to not be angry, but, you know, be proactive and not reactive um, to everything that happens to us? Right. That was well put. Okay. We just uh, want to mention the number again. You can call in. There are several of you who are online with us. Um, good evening, Stephanie Anderson and Jennifer Moore. I agree with you. Love has no color. Um, in my own family, I just mentioned this quickly, I have three brothers and two of them um, are married and are in interracial relationships, but they're happy, you know, and that's the woman that that, that makes them both happy, uh, and they respect them, and they love them, so... You know, who who is anybody to say anything about it? Um, and my daughter as well is, is actually dating. One of my daughters is dating 
um, uh, a young white white um, boy, and he he's nice and respectful. I said, well, you know, look, if he treats you right and he respects you, you know, then I'm all for it. And you love him, he loves you, and all, everything's cool. You know, I don't have to to go off on nobody. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know what I mean? But I would do that for her no matter who she was dating. You know, it wouldn't matter who he was, what color he was. As long as he was a black boy and, you know, as long as he respects you and he he loves you and he treats you right and he makes you happy, um, you know, more power to you. You love who you love. Um, So Mm -hmm. let's get on to the next topic. If you want to call into the conversation, you can join us, 714-583-6852. We appreciate you, those of you who are joining us on Facebook Live tonight. Um, the next topic that I want to talk about, uh, ladies, is uh, the, our president, as Jackie says, number 45. Um, his daughter, Ivanka, serves in a, uh, a role as an advisor in his administration. And uh, there was a poll, according to the Washington Post, that suggests that the majority of Americans do not agree that uh, his daughter should be in the White House, that she should be serving in this capacity as an advisor um, to the President of the United States. Um, some say, you know, it, it, it's kind of touchy because when you have relatives um, who work closely with you in the White House, that it's hard to ever speak to that person. If they do something wrong, they're not, you know, you can't really talk to them. They're not... Hold, held accountable for anything. You can't question them on the things that they do. Um, and they say that they can get positions because of their relation and not necessarily because they're qualified, uh, you know, just as somebody's sister or somebody's uh, daughter or somebody's cousin or whatever the case may be. Um, so I would like to know what you ladies, for the majority of Americans, according to the Washington Post, uh, do not agree that uh, the president's daughter should be in the White House with him. Um, so, any thoughts on that? <laughs> Somebody laughed. Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> I don't want to say anything mean, so I. I yeah. <laughs> Y'all go ahead. I can't do. Oh, I'll t- I'll okay. touch on it. Because okay. I work with my mother in my hair salon, and there's actually a show that's coming out and, you know, talking about working with uh, people who you um, who you are in family relationships with. Um, and oftentimes I do agree with you about being able to speak up and say certain things. Um, it does cause conflict. Um, you know, when I'm addressing her, whether, you know, on a professional level, and when I'm like, no, mom, that's not the way we do things here, you know, um, because she's like, well, I'm your mama. You know, where do you draw the line, you know, with uh, I'm your mother, I'm your father, you know, because, you know, no matter what, you know, as a sister, you know, if your mama say, because I said so, that's, you know, that's law. That's, that's more than, that's more than the Constitution, you know. We, right. we just certain things we just you know as parents and children you just you just don't do. Um, there should be a certain level of respect there. But you know when it comes to forty five, you know we I just have to be biased and think about it the way I can. And from one perspective to another, with working with somebody that you um, you know have that mother 
you know, that father-daughter relationship with or, you know, mother-daughter relationship, it's, it's not easy. You know, some days I come in and, you know, it's, it's very difficult. So, you know, we, you don't agree and that those arguments and those disagreements are hard. Those correction moments are hard. So, yeah, you can be kind of biased. You know, you may end up doing some things that you don't want to do, but you're doing them because of the authoritative position, even though I am um, in in somewhat of a, a higher business, um, you know, uh, perspective than her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so it, it does make for a difficult day. It makes and I totally agree with I understand why people don't don't want to do it because I do it every day. So I, I totally understand why they would not agree with it. Um and because he could be influential he can influence her in different ways. Um and, you know, it's just not fair. So that's that's my take on it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to hold that for a minute because we do have a caller. Um we don't wanna right. have them waiting on the line. And uh, we're going to take that call. It ends in nine one one three. Let's see, is the call is there? Call, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Um, Hi. Yeah, I try to look at this as you know, uh, in a spiritual level, from God, because God controls everything. He's God. Well, what, uh, he but we, ma'am, hold, hold, hold on. on the, what are we talking about? Cause we, what are we that, talking about? Uh, we did, did a couple. I'm Trump huh? uh, daughter in the uh, White House. Oh, okay. Was, uh, I didn't know if you had gone back. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, okay. Um, God said he reigns on the just as he well, well as the righteous. And he set up kings and he sit down kings. So um, I think um, God won't let nothing happen that is not, not everything is in God's plan. For a reason, everything, even the whole world is in God's plan. He has mapped it out what everything should happen. So I try to look at the spiritual thing, uh, uh, since I'm a spiritual woman of God. Um, so I have to look at it like that. You know, even though she is his daughter, you know, uh, it doesn't mean that uh, she can't be, um, be do some good what she at, you know. Because she is a one a business woman, you know. Uh, she got you know clothing lines and jewelry lines and stuff like that, you know. Uh, so that's how I look at it. All right. Well, we thank don't you, you so think much that for she your, would have some of his views. Your, I'm sorry. What's your name, uh, dear? Lisa. Lisa, thank you for calling in. Uh, what was you saying? It was a cleaner. Yeah, I was just saying, but Miss Lisa, my my statement to you would be, even though yes, that God has a plan, uh, but basically what we were talking about was her being influenced by Him because you know we know if you know if my mama made a potato salad that way, that's just the way we do it. So I think that the issue is with um, you know him, her being influenced by Him or having the same values. It's almost like unfortunately having the same person. Um, you know, being in the White House, so you get two votes instead of one, you know, for whatever the issue would be. I think that's the main issue with that. But I do appreciate your your view. I do agree with that, that God is in control, 
and we we do know that, and we're I'm 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 all for what you said. I, I thank you for for that for putting that in that perspective. Thank mm-hmm. Thank you, Lisa. All right, so um, Dr. Houston. Yes, so I think for me the the my issue is the same issue I had with Trump and and the issue was that he did he didn't have experience and I don't think she has the experience either to be an advisor. That's just my personal opinion. Um the other mm-hmm. thing is that she she was just booed for saying mm-hmm. that he is a tremendous champion for women. And I don't know where she would get that from with all of the sexual harassment accusations that he's gotten. So for me, it's just, I I don't know. Um, I I totally agree. I know I have a strong faith. I do believe that God is in control, but he also gives us free will. And, um, you know, sometimes people make bad decisions, and I do believe that it, I don't think that was a good decision. So that's just mm-hmm. my take on it. Okay. Well, for me, I'm just going to be all the way live. I think that uh, Trump <laughs> and family, I think they're gangster. They are gangster. <laughs> we got that's a mob. president. Mob went in there and just just doing any and everything, including his son-in-law, his Daughter, we we don't even know the cousins and families that just snuck in on doing the little stuff that is not not big jobs. No, 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 and no. I don't think she should be there. I don't think he should be there. So <laughs> that's my answer, and I'm sticking. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. I, I just want to add that uh, if it was Ivanka Trump or, or whoever whatever daughter it, it is, um, I, I think you can, uh, she, I think to me she's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because as a daughter, you know, you want to be loyal to your father and um, to support what he says and what he does. But I, I wonder how much of her as a woman, and she's a grown woman now, that we have not yet seen, like what her voice truly is. Um, if she's given, If she's even given the freedom to to express herself and to give her views, you know, so that her voice is her own, not the voice of what um, the speechwriters might give her to say or, you know, whatever goes on behind closed doors with the family, but what her, her own personal voice is and what her true opinion is. Absent, you know, daddy, absent um, the CIA and all the other officials who surround them. Um, because I, I I believe that she tries to be loyal, of course, to her father. What daughter wouldn't? But also, she has to uh, have her that freedom um, to have her own voice and to allow her own voice to be heard. Whatever it is, because I I don't know what it is yet. But she she needs some freedom to have her own voice. Well, so you know, my, something, that you, something that you said, um, you know, she she has you know, to be loyal to the family. Here's how I feel about this. If my son is doing something wrong, and he is my son, and he would tell you, he, I don't know if he's listening tonight, I'm going to blast him. I, he's my son. I love him. Doesn't mean I don't love him. And one of my favorite quotes by Martin Luther King 
is our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. The things that um, number 45 is doing matter. And I don't care who it is. I think if you have an ounce of integrity, honesty, and you have faith, you should be speaking out about it. I don't care if it's mother, father, sister, brother. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to stand up. It's, it's wrong. It's wrong. You can't be loyal to something that's wrong. Not if you call yourself a decent uh, human being with morals and integrity. Right. right is right, and you can't change. You can't change wrong to be right. You can't. You can't right. make it that. Right. Right. So that's my opinion. Yeah, but okay. if she yeah. she's working with the White House. I don't. I don't see her being able to to go against anything he says. If she did, if she if she well, so so basically she believes in him. So I'm saying, mm-hmm. if she didn't believe in him, she wouldn't have even taken the job in the first place. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I can't do this because it goes against my beliefs. Mm, that's uh, right. That's regardless. Whether it's her father or mother, that's that's just. A, I mean, she's a grown woman. She don't have to do that. She didn't need the money. She doesn't need right. the money. So, um, that you know, you got to speak up uh, when something right. is not right. So I that's agree. Anyway, that's my. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So where are we going? Um, I have one more topic that we can. Uh, and dig into this now. Now, ladies, don't get upset. <laughs> I just want to read no, this post. You are a button pusher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get upset. I want to read this post. I, I thought it was no. I, I thought this was very interesting, um, and I just wanted to bring it to the table tonight. Um, a woman shared this post, and, and I want to read it. And this is what she says. She says that uh, white women are taught how to keep a man. Black women are taught how to survive without a man. So I would like to know what you ladies feel about this. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's an either or is what you're saying. It, it can't be both. Yeah. It can't be both, girl. You know, we got to be just one way. We got to Please. Okay, I'm I'm going last on this one. I'm not going to go first. <laughs> what y'all doing? You married ladies talk on it. Wow. Well, and, for and let me, me just qualify this also. I'm sorry, real quick. Um, uh-huh. And I checked on you know like the voice rates and marriage rates, and some of the sources online are a little suspect. But for the most part, according to the U.S. Bureau of uh, according to U.S. Census, the divorce rates really are not that much different. Um, between blacks and whites. So let me just qualify that statement. So that said, um, d- uh, Dr. Houston, I think you were going to go. What, what is yeah, your Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, for me, um, I, I was brought up in the church, and so I, I don't know about other black women, but the, the Bible, it talks about, you know, love and being submissive and all of that. So, I, I don't see how that would be teaching against how to keep a man that just doesn't really go with with my upbringing. 
And then the mm-hmm. other thing is I was taught to be able to survive on my own. And I I was taught this because, um, you know, grandparents, great-grandparents, women in particular, they literally depended on their husbands. So they went out, they cheated, they had babies, they did all of this stuff, and the woman just stayed there. She didn't have the skill. She just cooked, cleaned, took care of the kids, and that was it. And so by the time it got around to my mom's generation, she was like, you got to go to college. You got to be able to take care of yourself. You don't have to put up with this. So that was my upbringing, not that I I don't know how to keep a man because apparently I do. But also, and this is the same thing I'm going to teach my daughter, and, and, and anybody that doesn't like it, it doesn't bother me, but you are going to be able to take care of yourself. And I understand the man is the head, I get that, but you have to have some type of skill for yourself, and you got to be able to take care of yourself. So, yeah, you should be able to survive without a man, because if you don't, if he leaves you, and I don't want to get too long-winded, but I've, I've seen women who had no skill, didn't even know how to pump gas when I, when I was working with the elderly, and, you know, they were left alone, husband deceased, and they couldn't do nothing, like, oh, I... I they're lost. So why wouldn't you know how to survive? Survival is a basic skill. Hmm. So that's my take. All right. Well, well, let's let's go here, ladies. Y'all ready? Go so ahead. With the it. Bible <laughs> talks about the Proverbs thirty-one woman because you All you right. tapped on it already, my sister. She did everything that she's supposed to do. Um, I believe that we are molded more after that. She went she went to work, she tilled you know, she, she didn't mm-hmm. till the ground, but she made sure that it was some fruit in the ground. She cooked yeah. the bacon, she checked on the children, oh, she yeah. got up, she prayed, she saw some land, she liked it, she bought it, she did everything oh, yeah. that she needed to do and she still had a household to take care of. At the end What happened? Maybe she hit me. Okay. Can you hear me now? Mm -hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Um, What type of keep do you want to be? See, some men, I don't want to keep. See, I can give men, but do I want to keep him? See, I want to be in a position where I want to keep him because some relationships that that women are in, they don't need to be in. They're in them for convenience and not for compassion. There is a difference in knowing, you know, how to get a man. See, I could get a man, you know, all day long, but is he the man that I want to keep? See, is he the man that wants to keep me? You understand? Mm. Because when he, when he loses his job and he does not have anything and he's going through those tough times, I am the help meet. So when the issue comes, I'm going to help meet the need. I'm not going to show up with a wheelbarrow full of rocks. I'm going to have some meat, some bacon, some chicken, some eggs. You know, I'm going to be able really? to carry my household no matter what. But you think about the age that you're talking about because if um, I am a young woman, you know, then the Bible says train up a child in a way that they shall grow, and when they grow old, they won't depart. If I'm a young woman and I don't know how to wash dishes and take care of myself mm. and clothe myself and all those natural things, then there's an issue. But what happens is there are some people that teach their, their children without balance. 
They teach okay. them how to do the household things, and then, unfortunately, when they get to college, they mess up their credit because they don't know how to balance their checkbook. I believe okay. in balance in life. You know, you have to figure out what it is that you want to do and what are you keeping. Because some stuff I see when when I'm like, honey, you need to lay that down. I wouldn't keep that, you know, All because right. you know better, you know, because you know uh, what's the difference. And when, you know, in my father's house there are many mansions, so I'm not going to live in your shack. That's just my opinion. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, I mean, I, I think that we are natural um, survivors. We, we've had to overcome so many obstacles as black women. I don't think it has anything to do with um, having or not having a man. I think this is just part of our fiber from way back. Um, a woman with a man probably works, just as, as Queen says, just as hard as a woman without a man. The same thing. It's, it's, it's just what we know, um, but I don't think it has any impact on, on keeping your man. Like you say, Marcia, the divorce rate is about equal. So mm-hmm. um, I, I disagree with that, that statement. Uh, I think that it, it depends on the relationship. If, if a white woman, a Hispanic woman, whatever, they're not getting along, um, more than likely they're not going to stay in that. There's some that do, but more than likely they're not going to stay there and, and just, just be miserable. So uh, I think that theory goes out the window. And, mm-hmm. and and plenty of people make up their own theory about different races. I won't just say mm-hmm. African-American race. You know, we, we can assume that uh, Hispanic women are very submissive. I know some very brave and bold will get in your face and finger going back and mm-hmm. forehead and all that that are Hispanic. But 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 stereotypical is that, you know, they shut up and the man says everything and that's not the case. So you can't group uh right. any you know, put everybody in the same bag. It just depends on the relationship. Hello Sharonda. Right. Uh, how you doing? Uh, God bless you on Facebook. That's my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, well said, right. ladies. So I, I, have a, I have a topic. I wanted to talk about um, about uh, and I just lost his name. The one that that left Fox. What's his name? Oh, Bill O'Reilly. The one that they did. Yeah, good old Bill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Bill. <laughs> Bill uh, called a sister chocolate something. It seemed like he had a, mm-hmm. a sweet tooth of chocolate. Is what it looked like. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we know we know chocolate is good. Now it is what it is. But uh, why is it that um, to me, uh, not all, because I'm not gonna say. You know, a lot of a lot of Caucasian men they love chocolate, but they like to keep it on the low low. Mm. Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, hey, this, this is not censored. They want to keep it quiet. They ain't trying to take you out, but in the office, hey, you know, honey do, honey dip, chocolate buttercup, whatever. Why do you think that is, lady? Mm. I'm out there. Go ahead. 
All right. Well, let's 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 get it because you know I told you I like to taste the rainbow. I've dated many different races and and all of that. Um, but I find that um, it, what you're saying is exactly right. When I've been in relationships with um, you know certain white men that they have. Um, you know, instead of wanting to go to the movies and wanting to go to the park and wanting to do all of those things, you know, they say, well, you know, I'm going to cook for you and, and you know, I'm, I, let's, let's, you know, let's stay in and let's not go out and things like that um, because I don't think they handle the looks and the stares and the, the you know, the, the things that come at you when, when you're in that type of relationship because I've experienced it um, firsthand. And I know that I, you know, you looking at me, I'm looking at you, trying. You looking at me, I'm looking at you. We, what's going on? You know, and and because I can defend myself, I don't mm-hmm. feel like that they handle that as well. That and because of all the other stereotypes, you know, they you have the some people say the slave master syndrome, and you know, just the things that have gone on. And you know, and and I'm not going to say they feel guilty, but I feel there's some level of shame an insecurity there that they deal with, um, the reason why they want to keep it on the hush-hush, as my sister would say. I like to hear what Dr. Houston got to say. See, I think I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's more like a, a guilty pleasure for them. Mm. Wow. Forbidden so fruit, yes. It's like, man, ooh, I sure want me one of those chocolate sisters. But what are my friends going to say? What are my colleagues going to say? What is my family going to say? So that's why I think they kind of keep it on the low. Because I I promise, white guys are always looking. I mean, you at the light, Mm -hmm. they winking. You at the gas station, you in the store. Oh, can I get that for you? So I don't Mm -hmm. think it's a secret that they they like, at least to look at black women and probably want to date black women more often than they actually do. But I think it's more of a... They're just more concerned about what other people are going to say. Because some of those same right. people probably get with their buddies and, and say negative things about the very thing they like. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like the down low, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Marcia. What you got? Well, I, I just want to put it like this. I think black women as a whole have been sought after and admired and gazed upon and you know it it it's even black women have been at the same time um raped and just pillaged you know throughout our history and centuries ago uh you know before slavery uh you know white men were coming to Africa because they heard that there were these beautiful black women um so black women have have been fine black women have been sought after and admired and, you know, gazed upon by many eyes of many different ethnic groups of men throughout our history as black women, as African women. And why it is today that uh, a man who's not black with a black woman would keep that on the down low, I agree that there's probably some insecurity there. But I also remember, you know, years ago when when black men dated white women, some, some uh, black guys didn't want to go out with white women because of how sisters would look at them, and, you know. And we we would get vocal and say, "What are you doing with her?" You know. Um, so, 
I think it is a, a, a lot of insecurity if he's not confident as a man to say, you know, I'm going out in public, um, you know, with this woman who I love, and I don't care what anybody has to say about it. That man has to know that he knows that he knows that this woman, black, brown, you know, caramel, whatever the color of her skin is, that that is the woman that he loves. He has to know that for certain and not care about what anybody thinks. And if he doesn't, then, yeah, he's he's going to keep it on the down low. But we have always been admired, and uh, <laughs> you know, for our beauty. Um, so it's, you know, it is what it is, ladies. Yeah, That's and I also add to that, and 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 this is just what I've seen and and what I felt, and I've heard black guys say uh, sometimes when they have a woman of another race, it's not where they. Um, they feel like what I said, the white guys might feel like, okay, what are my people going to say? What are my friends going to say? They kind of like, it puffs them up like, mm, I have a Latina woman. I have a white woman. I have an Asian woman. So from what I've heard them say, it's more like a trophy thing versus um, other men from other races dating someone from a different race. So I, I haven't seen a lot of black guys feel bad or or say they feel bad about the stairs because it's like, oh, well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's my thought, mm-hmm. my take on it, is that the black guys that I've seen date women from other races, they didn't seem mm-hmm. to be concerned about what other people thought. Yeah. Oh, it's better now. You know what I was thinking about? Richard Pryor did this stand. Y'all remember Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor did this stand yes. comedy routine where uh, he he was he, he was talking about how he was. Well, this is in the seventies, of course, so it's gotten a lot better. I'm dating myself, but he's talking about when he was dating this uh, a white girl, and he said sometimes he would get looks from black women. They would look at him so mean. He would cross the street and pretend that he he was like, I don't know who she is. I'm not aware. <laughs> so I'm dating myself. It's a it's a lot better today. Yeah, and it still happens. I mean, on both sides. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, well, that. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Next topic. Um, Do we wait, have another you topic? Want to trending topics? What happened to Queena? I think she dropped. Oh, you know what? She dropped and then she came back. Queen, can you hear me, guys? I'm okay. here. Yes. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, we got disconnected. But um, on a lighter note, um, let's talk about some lemonade. Miss um, Beyonce, you guys, um, has done something again, and anything that she does, we know that it sets Twitter and social media on fire. Um, so she is celebrating her anniversary of her Lemonade al- album, um, and what she has done is, and, and there are mixed views on what she she decided to do. I think it's great, but there are lots of mixed views out here. I just want to know what you ladies think about it. She has given four uh, young ladies a full ride um, to to prestigious colleges. Um, I believe some of most of them were. Um, black colleges such as Spelman and, and so on and so forth, um, full rides, and they were doing um, either in the arts, uh, music, or um, um, let me see, or African American studies. 
um, different um, things like that. She had a Pacific thing that you had to be majoring in, but I think that that was really great that she gave those four Mm -hmm. uh, scholarships out, and she said that she wanted them to not be worried about what they were, you know, going to do, how they were going to pay for college or whatnot um, with, you know, with with everything that's going on and be able to focus on their studies. Um, My question is, is for too many or is for, you know, not is for too many, but is for not enough? Because that's basically what they were saying on social media is that she could have done more. She could have broken it down and gave smaller scholarships. Um, she, you know, they were said giving her flack, and some some people were giving her um, commend. You know, they were saying it was commendable, it was great that she had done that. But a lot of people were giving her flack about, you know, how much more she could have done. So is it wrong for them to be digging in her pockets? Um, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know what to say. Let me say, let me say, people, you can't please everybody. No. And you know what? No. You know, I, I came to the conclusion a long time ago. I, I well, I, I don't even try. I, if she's giving away fifty dollars, that's probably fifty dollars more than somebody else. I commend mm-hmm. her on what she's doing. Uh, you know, some people can find negative in every situation. It doesn't even mm-hmm. matter. What they what they're doing is they're gonna find something that's because people uh, some people just are negative people. I make it a point to stay away from negative people. If I detect that you're negative, I promise you, I will not be associated with you long. I don't do it. I can't do. It. Marcia, you'll tell you, won't you, Marcia? I don't know. <laughs> I just it, it just don't will know. not work for me. Uh, it won't work for me. I try to stay positive. And find the good in, in, in people. Some people, it's hard to find the good in them, but you, you try. Um, but I think that that's a wonderful thing that she did. Um, I, I don't know nothing about the Lemonade album. I, I never heard it. I know nothing about it. I know it was a big deal, something, but I, I don't know anything about that to speak on it. But I think that I commend her for, for doing that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's the the problem with this social media thing that too many people have these opinions and many of them are not doing anything for anybody. They aren't giving, they aren't volunteering, they aren't tithing. I mean, and then you have the nerve to say that someone isn't giving enough. Okay. It's like, really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's... mm. I just don't see well, how, how you can pass well, you know, judgment. Well, it's not just social media. I mean, this is, this is before social media, people still had opinions. They just couldn't put it where everybody could see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like spreads quicker now, like one thing, and it just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like a wildfire. Yes, yeah, yeah it does. Like the hashtags I was on, <laughs> looking at them earlier, and they even got this uh, hashtag about uh, I think it's like a Trump songs or something, and people are making up songs about. I mean, Twitter is crazy. <laughs> it's yes. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it is crazy. Yes, um, for Beyonce. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a beautiful thing that she's doing. 
And, you know, I agree. You know, people are always going to have something to say. If, if she gave, you know, 40 scholarships, that might not have been enough. But she gave four. So those, that's four young girls who can go to college and get an education and plan and prepare for their future. Um, you know, she's she's making an impact on young lives and investing in somebody else's child. You know, so I, I think that's a beautiful thing that she does. She does. She's a wealthy woman. You know, she earns a lot of money um, as she uses her gifts in music and in entertainment. Um, but it, it, there's four young ladies who are going to go to college and make their dreams come true uh, and be able to pursue whatever field um, that they want to go in. She's giving, presenting them with opportunities that they would might not have otherwise had, and I think that's commendable for her. So I'm I'm all for it. And and for those of you who don't know, she comes from a family of givers because she is the cousin of our overseer, Apostle That's Dr. Right. Oscar Underwood. Right. So and we know he is a giver. That's in her bloodline. That so I'm sure that this is not even though we're hearing about it, this is not the only giving that she's doing. I'm sure there's much right. more right. It, right. that no one ever talks about. So again, right. um, I commend her on that. Right. Um, uh, Dr. Jessica, you have anything? What you got for us? Oh, look, I was just joining in, but <laughs> I can definitely. One of the things I I would like to um, to talk about is just the the sisterhood thing that that I had mentioned to you before, and that could probably take up a full show. But to just get some feedback from you ladies on um a lot of the the going back and forth the the backbiting the pulling down the negativity amongst sisters and that's one of the things that really uh gets to me is not supporting each other not not being happy for each other being jealous or always having something negative to say not being able to give another woman a compliment, like, wow, you are beautiful. Oh, you ran that dress, girl. Like, for me, I say that because and it doesn't mean that I like women, but, I mean, I give compliments where they are due. And it's just like there's a struggle for some reason amongst our women, and maybe it has to do with what what they're seeing on on these reality shows. I don't know, but it's like they're, there's becoming a – a division. You see girls fighting more than boys in school. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's just for me it, it's a, a big issue. You know, um I'm I'm gonna say uh I agree with you, but here's one thing that I have learned um in my older age, um, now that I work a lot with mental illness, we have so many people that are walking around undiagnosed with mental illness. And mental illness is not just, you know, uh, bipolar or schizophrenic. It's depression. It could be something, you know, not even, you know, huge, huge. But I think that this is what I'm finding, that a lot more people, I think just about everybody might have a pocket of mental illness, to be honest with you. But a lot of our people don't go get help because they believe that they can pray it away and speak mm. in tongues and shout over it. So yeah. they're not happy. They're not happy. So if if you're not happy with yourself, it's going to be hard for you to be happy for somebody else. 
That's going to be They're going to shout that crazy away. So, yeah, you can't shout it away. But I think, like you were saying, Dr. Houston, um, we who uh, are are relatively sane. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Now, that was funny. Uh, we can do something on Tuesday. So hashtag that relatively <laughs> Monday and Friday. No, just kidding. Um, we can do some some training and some teaching, um, some self love classes, some some uh, appreciate appreciate each other workshops, and and that's something that BWE is going to do. We're we're going in that direction, but. Uh, for me, I've always been able to compliment women too. But but the thing I found now that I'm older is, you know what? Who cares? If they don't can't do it, let them be them. You you go around and be happy, sing a song, and even if they they um, giving you a snarl, hey sister, you sure look good today. That'll yeah. pick them off. But anyway, you know just. Do it. Just do, you know, do you and, and pray for them and, and keep it moving because you're not going to be able to change everybody anyway. No. Nope. I learned you're that not. working in school social work. You come in thinking you're superwoman and you realize, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, what do you other ladies have to say? I've said a lot. <laughs> we can, um, well, I, well we are 50. Look, we had 9:53. This time went by fast. Oh my goodness! I, I well, let me let me say something really, really quick. Um, I just wanted to say that um, it comes from within. You know, no matter what, you know, you can't be a sister to somebody else. You can't be something to someone else you haven't been to yourself. Um, when you are as wounded as some of us are, unfortunately, because we do do so much, we are out there, you know, taking care of family, taking care of husband, and taking care of everybody else. We have a tendency not to take care of ourselves or to take care of ourselves last. And then when we begin to take care of ourselves, we get this arrogance, this ego, this, you know, I've got it going on, I'm independent, I don't need anybody kind of thing, and, you know, and you know, we begin to ignore uh, the others, or we begin to say, well, you know, whatever uh, happens with you is whatever happens. And then, and I know that we'll have to discuss this later, but I still believe, and, and you know, as a little brown girl when I was growing up, you know, light skin was in. So there was, there are still some complexes that are deep-rooted from, you know, you stay, I'm, I'm in the house because I'm light and I'm brown, you know, I'm in the field, you know, and just to start to separate us. There are so many things uh, just in our demographics, in the way that we work, in the way the work, the workplace, uh, how we treat each other on our jobs, how we treat each other in school that is, is basically a melting pot for all of that anger, jealousy, you know, it's just the little things that happen to us that are unfortunate that make us be that way, the bitterness, so I'm a mad black woman or, you know, whatever, all of those things to me as a melting pot, the core of who you are on the inside make you uh, inevitably respond that way or have, the, you know, that feeling of rejection or that feeling of, you know, wanting to be the bully. Uh, all of that just is a melting pot of, who you are inside the core of you and your character integrity. So, 
That's what I think. Okay. Marcia, we got, we're running out of time. Okay, I'll be quick. I think it's such a good topic, um, Dr. Houston. Uh, I hope we can devote more time to it in, the, in one of the shows that we do when we come back on again. But I just want to quickly say I, I agree that, you know, I can't love somebody else if I don't love myself. And another sister can't love or appreciate me if she doesn't love or appreciate herself. I think the reality shows are a sad contributor to all of this on TV because it's almost mm-hmm. expected when, mm-hmm. if you watch any of them, it's almost expected that there's going to be some kind of fight, some kind of mm-hmm. blow up, somebody's going to call somebody a B. And if that doesn't happen, you know, then, then the show isn't worth watching. I just think it is truly sad that we are at the point on television where it's entertainment and mm-hmm. we look forward to turning on the TV and seeing black women call each other bees and hoes. And I just think it's it's sad, a sad commentary on on the state of things amongst us as women and as sisters. And this isn't the norm. You know, this doesn't happen. Um, it's not the ma- what the majority of us do and say to each other, but there's enough of it that it, I think it taints the perception of black yeah. women and how we interact and get along and relate to one another. All right, we're gonna we're gonna run out of time. We've got about three minutes. Uh, one of the things that I want to talk about, we're gonna hit it next week. I want to talk about. Did, did any of you watch Greenleaf? No, no, I don't watch. Oh my God! You said neither one. None of you do. No. No. Please check it out. She's it's a it's a it's a a, a, a church family, pastor, first lady, and all that. I started watching. I got got hooked on it, but you got to see this if you catch it. Pam Miller on, said um, she watches it tomorrow night. It's a <laughs> it is different, but I, I yeah. I'm trying to get me to watch it. I'm <laughs> it's 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 different. It's not. I mean, Oprah. You know, if Oprah got a hand in it, it's it's, it's making money, but it's different. But uh, I would love for you all to check it out. Um, if you can, because I will check it out just because about, you said that. I want to talk. Yeah, I will too. I want to talk about you. You'll be hooked. I'm telling you, because I I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I have passion. So you guys see this show, and now I'm like, okay, when's Wednesday? I gotta see it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, uh, we thank everybody for for uh, joining us tonight, and um, the young man that said, teach the young women to respect the older queens. Yes, we do that. We try to do that, and we and we lead by example. God, we're gonna have to hang up now. We're the lady saying ninety seconds. Uh, All anybody, right, Marcia, you want to close us out, Marcia? Sure. Well, we thank all of you for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time with more of the talk. Let's talk about it. And it's a pleasure being with all of you, ladies. Uh, have Good a night. wonderful evening. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. What's up? What's up? Oh.
Or was it yours? I gotta walk up with all of you. Well, I mean, you act always act like it's like life or death. 